Chapter 17. One day Jesus said to the disciples, There will always be temptations to sin, but how terrible it will be for the person who does the tempting. It would be better to be thrown into the sea with a large millstone tied around the neck than to face the punishment in store for harming one of these little ones. I'm warning you, if another believer sins, rebuke him. Then if he repents, forgive him. Even if he wrongs you seven times a day and each time turns again and asks forgiveness, forgive him. One day the apostle said to the Lord, We need more faith. Tell us how to get it. Even if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, the Lord answered, You could say this to the mulberry tree. May God uproot you and throw you into the sea, and it would obey you. When a servant comes in from plowing or taking care of sheep, he doesn't just sit down and eat. He must first prepare his master's meal and serve him his supper before eating his own. And the servant is not even thanked because he is merely doing what he is supposed to do. In the same way, when you obey me, you should say, We are not worthy of praise. We are servants who have simply done our duty. As Jesus continued on toward Jerusalem, he reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. As he entered a village there, ten lepers stood at a distance, crying out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. He looked at them and said, Go show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, their leprosy disappeared. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back to Jesus, shouting, Praise God, I'm healed. He fell face down on the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him for what he had done. This man was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Didn't I heal ten men? Where are the other nine? Does only this foreigner return to give glory to God? And Jesus said to the man, Stand up and go. Your faith has made you well. One day the Pharisees asked Jesus, when will the kingdom of God come? Jesus replied, the kingdom of God isn't ushered in with visible signs. You won't be able to say, here it is, or it's over there, for the kingdom of God is among you. Later he talked again about this with his disciples. The day is coming when you will long to share in the days of the Son of Man, but you won't be able to, he said. Reports will reach you that the Son of Man has returned and that he is in this place or that. Don't believe such reports or go out to look for him. For when the Son of Man returns, you will know it beyond all doubt. It will be as evident as the lightning that flashes across the sky. But first the Son of Man must suffer terribly and be rejected by this generation. When the Son of Man returns, the world will be like the people were in Noah's day. In those days before the flood, people enjoyed banquets and parties and weddings right up to the minute Noah entered his boat and the flood came to destroy them all. And the world will be as it was in the days of Lot. People went about their daily business, eating and drinking, buying and selling, farming and building, until the morning Lot left Sodom. Then fire and burning sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. Yes, it will be business as usual right up to the hour when the Son of Man returns. On that day, a person outside the house must not go into the house to pack. A person in the field must not return to town. Remember what happened to Lot's wife. Whoever clings to his life will lose it, and whoever loses this life will save it. That night, two people will be asleep in one bed. One will be taken away, and the other will be left. Two women will be grinding flour together at the mill. One will be taken, the other left. Lord, where will this happen? The disciples asked. Jesus replied, Just as the gathering of vultures shows there is a carcass nearby, so these signs indicate that the end is near. One leper was told, Stand up and go. Your faith has made you well. Where do you go when things get tough?